ジオ見直してください。ポトーカースタディー。Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Weeb Shit Monday. It is finally happening. I finally got around to reading Berserk. This is, like I said last time, this is not going to be a simple, like, one, one whole podcast thing. This is going to be an episodic thing because I'm going to go arc by arc by arc. And, of course, I got to give love where, I got to give、uh, love where it's due. The first arc that I'm going to be going through is the Black Swordsman arc. Now, I know the Golden Age arc is the one that gets all the movie adaptions, that gets all of the love and praise for being such a great arc in the Berserk saga. But I feel like not a lot of people acknowledge the Black Swordsman arc for what it is. It's an introduction to Guts' character. Now, I've heard this argument a lot that says that, well, Guts' character isn't really shown that well in the Black Swordsman arc. You know, we don't get to see the grueling badassery. Of guts that we see throughout the rest of the series. We don't, we don't see him be this big demon hunter. And we, we do, though. Like, like, you don't understand. In the Black Swordsman arc, we see him in the first town. I mean, actually, the first page of Berserk that was ever created was him having sexual relations with a, with a woman. So we're like, okay, it's going to be one of them. It's going to be one of them mangas. All right, bet. But then her face distorts into a gigantic demon, like just a monster. And you're like, oh, fuck. And just kills him. And of course, it gives, gives the famous line I'm going to give you a taste of heaven before I send you to hell. Love it.、Mwah. Great way to open up a manga like Berserk. So, one, so we move into the first town. And the first town is where he meets Pluck, which Pluck is not my favorite character, mostly because. In, in a series as dark as Berserk is, I, I think Pluck is just comedic relief. And not even good comedic relief either. It's more comedic relief of like, this is getting a little too fucking dark here, folks.、Uh, we need to bring we need to like bring it back a little bit with、uh, some comedic haha, funny, funny, look at little chibi character being chibi things. And they try, I could tell definitely that the writers wanted Pluck to be this、uh, sort of. Conscience on his shoulder, you know, he guts conscience because most of the time he gets guts saying, If you're weak, you deserve to die. If you can't fight your own battles, fucking die. If you can't hold your own, well, guess what? I'm gonna give you the same answer as the other question fucking die. And that doesn't change. That, that is not a changing thing that after a big event happens, he doesn't go, Oh, Maybe I was too hard. No, that's just how Guts is this entire arc. It's like, if you are weak, you deserve death. You are nothing but an ant in the battlefield, and you do not deserve to live. I am not going to be the controller of anybody. If you can't fight your own battles, that won't be me. So the first, the first town that he visits, he goes into a bar and saves Pluck. Not really saves, more or less just kills the guards there. Or kills the army that's invading one of the bars simply because he, he wants to find their ruler or their leader. And Pluck just happens to be getting fucked with, which, you know, it's, it's, it's a I saved you simply because you were here. I didn't save you because that's what I intended to do. No, I just saved you because 
you exist in the same time frame that I was here. That's it. That's all. If you weren't here, probably wouldn't have gave a fuck about you. So, of course, goes all through that, finds the leader, and there's one scene after he, after he kills the, the main guards in the bar where he's talking to the, where he's talking to the king. It's either king or the, the hierarchy of that village where the guy's like, I, you know, I'm sacrificing women and children to this, to this leader. So he'll, he'll save my village. My people will be saved. And Guts like, no, like he's laughing while he's saying this because he sees right through the bullshit of this guy who is so afraid of the conqueror coming to take his village. He's like, no, you're not saving your people. You are not worried about your people being saved. No, you are worried about your own ass. And that is clear as day that you want your ass to be saved, not your village. And it's true. It's called out. If you can view something like, you know, sending your people off to get uh, as sacrifices, such as women and children. I mean, I understand men because, you know, men, 90% of the time in most stories are, are not really sacrifices. They're more soldiers that will go to war. I get that. I, I understand that. So sending just women and children, you definitely tell that he's just saving his ass. And of course, you know, that's this <laughs> guts killing all of these people in the bar that starts up whole shit storm with that, with the uh, conqueror. And of course the priest or the preacher goes to the conqueror's castle and says, I'm sorry about the black swordsman J- just save my town, just save my people. And the conqueror's like, I'm not worried about sacrifices. I'm not worried about your measly gold that you want to give me. I just want to watch the fucking world burn. That's all I want. We got to the next scene, which this is this is where the Black Swordsman arc kind of picks up a little bit. The first, I'd say, three chapters are a little bit slow, a little bit like kind of building a lot longer than you feel like it should. So the Conqueror decides, I'm going to come to town. and I'm going to just set shit on fire and make the entire world feel my wrath. Lo and behold, that's what he does. Until Guts arrives, he says, ah, the Conqueror sees that the Black Swordsman is here. And, you know, he kind of whips the piss out of him. You know, just beats the shit out of Guts. As, as of course, you can't have a manga fight without the main character getting his ass handed to him a couple times. You know, it happens. Shit happens. The main character gets the fuck beat out of him. It's a Tuesday in manga land. But at the end, Guts gets caught. Guts gets caught by the tail of the, of the uh, Conqueror because he is a demon. That's that. That's the core point of this: is demons. Gets caught, and right as you know, the conqueror is saying, "Humans are weak. Humans are frail. You are nothing. You are scum under my testicles. That's what you are." And Guts is like, "Aha! Boom! Cannon arm right to the face. Blows it back. Dead. Dunz. Dunzo on the floor. Bloody burning. Loved. Loved it because it showed how." committed guts is to defeating these demons so that passes now we are in the next town and this is kind of where this is where the black swordsman arc is mostly held i can't remember the town's name off the top of my head but the main uh the main villain of this is the preacher the preacher is the main villain of this, and he is this fat, obese leader. Just like kind of like a leader you would imagine would be in like this 
1800s, if I could give a good time frame, like the 1800s, just as fat, obese, you know, like, kind of look like a 90s, uh, like a 1950s judge. He had jowls the size, you know, like take up his whole neck. He looks like that. And he is just power hungry. Of course. Of course, he sees Guts walking in and he says, You, I know what you are. I know exactly why you're here. Because he's just like, I want the smoke. So he goes to fight all of his, all of the preacher's men. Just goes and fights them. And he's getting his ass whooped. He's, he, it's definitely like a hundred on one situation. So there's a guy that saves him. He saves him, throws in a smoke bomb, says, come on, help me. I got you. Come in. Help, you know, come here, motherfucker. I threw a smoke bomb to help you out. Get your ass in here. Guts is saved. Guts is saved, and we get a uh, conversation topic about, you know, why Guts is there, why the guy helping him is helping him, which basically, ah, Count. It wasn't the preacher. It was Count. So he said, uh, Vargas, the guy that helped Guts out, says, the reason I want to help you out is because the Count, who he is right now, is not the same Count that I knew seven years ago. He was just fine seven years ago. He was just a great leader until one day he found this uh, egg-like shape thing. And I, I think it's Behelm, Behelm, and that's how you pronounce it, is Behelm, Behelm. I think that's how you say that word. I'm still not, not very honest about the pronunciation of that. So when he says, once the Count found that, he turned into this monster that just wanted to mutilate corpses that would kill kill anything that stand in his way. He would chop them up and just wants, wants them all dead. And he said, after that, I tried to get my wife and my child, I tried to get my wife and my child out of there so we could get away from this evil. Of course, they got caught. Vargas's wife and child got eight, and Vargas got cut up. Just sliced, diced, ugly face. So Vargas goes on to tell Vargas goes on to tell uh, Guts, will you save me? And this is another point in the story where we get Guts saying, I'm not going to avenge you. I'm not going to help you. I'm going to do it out of my own want to fucking kill the Count. It's my own want. And of course, Pluck, because Pluck always has to be here for comedic relief, especially... Like, in the most inappropriate times. That's what I don't understand, is they threw Pluck in a time like this where he goes, you shouldn't be me. You know, Vargas wants your help. You, you, Vargas wants your help. And Guts is like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Why should I help him? Look at him. He looks like a fucking toad. He looks ugly. Ugh. That face, gross. Why should I help him? He's weak. If he's weak, I'm not going to be responsible for him dying. Again, fair enough. You understand that Guts definitely feels... If you're weak, stay away from him. And then we just get kind of sidetracked in all this. Then we get to a big, big moment in the story. We find Pluck is talking to Pluck is talking to uh, the Count's daughter. Uh, I forgot her name. They're having a conversation, and she's saying like, "He wasn't this way before my mom died." And Pluck is like, "What happened to your mom?" And you know. Teresa begins to explain that, oh, my mom was killed by, you know, my dad didn't like pagans doing their, didn't like doing their magic in town, so he outlawed it, and of course all the pagans got mad, come and found my mom, come and found my uh, mom, and sacrificed her to their pagan god, which, I mean, would make anybody 
lose their shit. And you're like, okay, I understand. So we go and you know, we get all that. We get guts going into the main the main hall where the count is. And the count is sitting there and he's like, Yes. <laughs> it's it's go time. We're we're about to we are about to throw down. We're about to throw these fucking hands with each other. And of course, guts being guts wants the smoke. But mm, he tries. He tries, but guts just gets his ass absolutely handed to him by a gigantic disgusting like I love the imagery in Berserk because the way that this demon that possessed the count looks it's this giant worm with a fat face and like his eyes are slanted backwards and it just got antennas too. So just seeing, just seeing the look of these demons that are possessing people is magnifique. One of the major areas that Berserk just, I feel, stands out above the rest. So of course he gets his ass handed to him, but then Guts finds a way to kill him. He plays dead, the worm... Uh, the demon tries picking him up, and Guts just face face gone, cuts his entire face off. And we would think that we would think that the count is dead. The count's face got cut off, but he's but he's lying there. Teresa comes in and sees all. Come to find out, Teresa has been here the entire time, and she realizes that the count, her dad, is that demon. Is is gigantic worm looking thing and it's this big old thing of <laughs> my dad's a worm my dad doesn't look like this my dad doesn't look like this and I don't know. So, so we get the whole I never wanted to see you know the count saying I never wanted my daughter to see me like this I didn't want her to know how much of a sick fucking disgusting demon I am no <sighs> it happens and then we get to the apex of the story the demon is the demon is slain. The count is slain. And we get to see the God hands. God hands. And the first thing that we get is not um not an explanation of what the God hands are, not what the God hands do, but guts looking at one of the God hands dead in his shit and just yelling, Griffith. Griffith right at him. So you gotta know there's already tension there. Between those two characters. And then that's the end of the I think second to last chapter. And all the god hands talked to the count in his demon form and said, We can either we can either resurrect you for a second time and you can be brought back fully, or you can just die here and go to hell. But either way, you are going to hell. You are not escaping. You are not escaping a well life. No matter if we save you again or if you go straight to hell, you are your soul is ours for all of eternity. This part, this part, this part, this part is definitely a little gruesome. So Teresa didn't know what literally ha- what actually happened with her mother. She just thought that she just thought that um the count the count was uh the count was being vengeful because the pagans had killed had killed his wife you know come to find out the count had went away to war and he had a chance to come back and he was super excited to see his wife but he walked inside of a room 
and sure as shit, she was in a giant orgy with uh, she was. His wife was in a giant orgy with Baphomet, with a statue of Baphomet. She was crawled all over it, you know, all naked. Like, there's a lot of naked people in that scene. Like, they drew everything. I mean, fuck, fucking everything. Like, so of course he's pissed, and he's like, "I just just goes on a killing spree. He kills everybody that was in the orgy, and then goes to kill his wife. And the god hands appear, and they say, "We do. We have not seen a man so full of rage." We will give you power if you make the ultimate sacrifice. And he's like, if it's my wife, sure. Whap. Kills her. Gone. Dead. Now he has the powers. Of course, the God Hands, since he is going to be dead, essentially, says, you have two options. Either you give us your daughter, you know, the closest thing, or you die. Either way, you're going to hell. But if you give us your daughter, you will survive longer. An important part about that is he says, the Count says, as this is happening, I, I'm, I can't give you my daughter. You know, she means the world to me. I will give you literally anybody else. Anybody else can be sacrificed and we'll be all good. And they say, that's, the God hands go, that's kind of the fucking point is to give us everything that gave you humanity. That's why we took your wife. Because your wife was your humanity. And your daughter is the last little bit of humanity that you have. And of course, it takes him way too long, and he's like, oh, blood is spilling, blah, 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 and dies. And just fucking dies. Daughter sees all of this, and the god hands disappear. And the daughter sees all this, and Guts, Guts, tells, the, <laughs> Guts tells the daughter, kill yourself. If that's what you want to do with your life, kill yourself. You have nothing left to do. You've seen everything. If you were just going to sit here and wallow, then just fucking kill yourself. And she does, but of course, <laughs> my favorite fucking character, Pluck, decides to, or Puck, Pluck or Puck? I don't, it's, of course, Puck has to come in. No, don't kill yourself. You have so much to live for. This child just went through the most traumatic events you will ever see in your life. And I mean, watch her dad become a demon, her dad get her face cut off, God hands. This giant man with a giant sword just get slammed all over the fucking place, but she was good. She was she was going for it. That would have been a would have been a suicide scene real fast. And then, of course, you're in a castle that breaks, so the castle floor falls from under Teresa, and she grabs onto Guts's sword and pulls herself up. And this this is where you kind of get a little bit introspective of Guts's character. She goes, he says, you can either leave or kill yourself. And she just starts telling Gus, Guts, if it wasn't for you, my family would still be here. If it wasn't like this, my father would still be here. I'm going to kill you with every last being of my fucking fiber that I have. You are going to die by my hand i swear it and his only response is go for it be my guest and he walks away and you think that's what podcast how was that how is that a different view than what we've already seen as he's walking away you see him starting to cry because it's reference in it's kind of made reference in an earlier part of the chapter the, the reason i didn't mention this is because it wasn't really uh complimental like big on the story i guess 
my opinion, but he he gets brought on. <laughs> he gets brought on his carriage with a priest and his daughter. And they're going. Obviously, something stops him, so he gets out and starts fighting, you know, starts seeing a bunch of skeletons and shit. He's like, I gotta fight. Then, of course, the daughter walks out with the preacher's head just cut off, just bloody stump. So Guts is like, I can't fight a child. But obviously the girl, controlled by demons, like, I'll stab you. So she stabs Guts square in the the abdomen. And Guts is like, okay, fuck it, fair game. And just cuts her right in half. But right before he starts fighting the... Right before he starts fighting the skeletons again, he throws up. Like, him hurting a child made him violently ill. And that's something that we also seen at the end with Teresa when he told her, just kill yourself. Like, just kind of shy of just straight up beating the fuck out of her. Just wanting to, but knowing that it's bad. You know, it, it's, it's not going to benefit him. As he's walking away after hearing this child say, I'm going to... I'm going to kill you. You see him walking away crying. Like he want, he's having tears just knowing that this child is by herself. The uh, Black Swordsman arc, great intro arc to a story. A uh, couple things I didn't like with it. I didn't like how he really didn't get much character development in any character. It was more of they're here, they're gone. They're here, they're gone. They're here. That's That's the entire thing. And Guts... I understand he's supposed to be this big talking person, like this big brooding, keep my thoughts and opinions to myself sort of person, but it just sort of lacked in making me want to learn more about him. There was nothing about him that really caught my attention as it should as a, as a character, which I know that will come further, but I just, that's, that's one of my only issues with the, with the beginning black swordsman arc. I know there's a bunch of them and it, we're going to go through them all. All arcs. It's going to happen. Out of... If I could give it a rating system, I, if I could give it a rating, I would say... I would say 3.5 great swords out of 5. Artwork was amazing. Character development was eh. But the story is there. And I know that the story gets better. So we're going to be keep going on with the keep going on. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been my... My review of Berserk, the Black Swordsman arc. I loved it. It was great. We're going to continue on with this. The next one being the Golden Age arc part one. Now I say part one because it's going to be fucking long. It's a long series. And it's the very first like actual legitimate big arc of Berserk. So that one's going to be, if not a one-two parter, a one-two-three parter. I will get to it. I promise. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the podcast, Eddie Bright. Variety Show Weeb Shit Monday Edition. I really appreciate it. If you liked it, comment down below, rate down below, anywhere you listen to this. Let me know if you liked it. If you read the Black Swordsman arc, what you liked about it, what you disliked about it, just let me know what you think about it. Now, obviously, if you want to find this, the video format, go to youtube.com slash podcast, Eddie. If you want to listen to the podcast version, any major platform, Apple, Spotify, all that fun shit. If you want to see my slow descent into madness throughout the day, go to twitter.com slash snuff. I post stupid shit all day just because I just like doing it. If you want to see this beautiful face at least once a day, go to instagram.com slash podcast daddy. I think that's all the social media. That is all the social media I use. Or if you like to just see short little forum content, you can go to TikTok and look up podcast daddy one. 
because I'm an idiot and I forgot the password to my last one. So, with that being said, have a good day, have a great evening, and as always, keep your balls clean.